On today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we are going to be discussing what we are grateful for as far as this Florida Panthers season, the past, and the future. We're also going to be talking about a ticket giveaway for an upcoming Panthers game. We're going to be talking about Patrick Hornquist, and we're going to be previewing Saturday's matchup between the Florida Panthers and the St. Louis Blues, all on today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Friday, November 25th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steel Roden, and the newest show on the Locked On NHL Network, Locked On NHL Prospects. So, Cats fans, I hope that you all had a great Thanksgiving. I definitely enjoyed myself, though. I did work in the morning. Hey, got time and a half pay at my uh, day job. And I was able to go over to my family's house and watch the last two uh, NFL games as as well. I only caught like the last five minutes of the of the first one, where unfortunately, if you're a South Florida sports fan, a Dolphins fan, the Buffalo Bills did not come out with a loss in in their uh, game, but the New England Patriots did. So that's that's a good thing when it comes to uh, when it comes to that. But uh, also, it's Black Friday, which means the start of the Christmas season. Well, holiday season, excuse me, because people celebrate different holidays. Uh, I specifically celebrate Christmas, but y- you all uh, celebrate are more than welcome to celebrate whatever you guys want. So I want to say. Uh, happy holidays to each and every one of you. So that means we are going that with the season of giving, that means we are going to be having a a giveaway for the um you, the fans of Locked On Panthers. And we are going to be giving away two tickets to the Florida Panthers' December 21st game versus the New Jersey Devils when they come to town. This is it's a very simple way to enter this contest is being subscribed to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast on YouTube. Uh, once you're subscribed, take a screenshot. And if you're already subscribed, do a screenshot of your subscription and leaving a five-star review on the podcast app that you listen to as well. And screenshot that and send it to me via Twitter DM at LO underscore FLA Panthers or at my personal account at MondoMan12. Or you can email it. If you don't have Twitter, because a, a lot of you listening to this do are not there. Be, I applaud you if you're not there, because it could be a little overwhelming and a lot sometimes. Uh, you could email that to LockedOnFLAPanthers at gmail.com to enter the contest. And the winner will be chosen a week before the actual game. So around December 14th, around that area. So the game is on a Wednesday, and it's a nationally televised game for... Uh, the Florida Panthers. They'll be only their second uh, nationally televised game. Don't really count the ESPN Plus ones uh, as nationally televised. Really, the the people who are victimized as far as 
uh, ESPN Plus games are really the the fans who live inside the local markets. Really, for me, it's an easy process for me to go into every Panthers game as far as watching them on ESPN Plus as I'm out of the South Florida region, just four hours north here in uh, Orlando. But let's talk about a little bit about what we're grateful for as far as uh, the Florida Panthers and really past, present, and future for this team. What I'm thankful for is I'm thankful for Bill Zito. Although right now with the salary cap, with the Panthers, it doesn't look so good. The, the Bill Zito, I'm thankful for him because he was able to take the hockey team that I cheer for. And instead of rebuilding, Bill Zito was able to retool this team while keeping three of those same players from the Toronto bubble, keeping them there and still being able to make a competitive team and make this team even better and and give them a sense of direction for this team. I'm also thankful that the Florida Panthers are on their longest streak currently of being in the postseason. If you include 2020, where they faced off against the New York Islanders in four games, where they got bounced out, that they were, have been able to consistently be in the postseason and give us Florida Panther fans some excitement that we haven't really seen in a long time because a decade-plus uh, streak of not making the postseason, only one playoff appearance in 2012, then a few years of not making the postseason, then going back to in 2016, and then a few years after that. But it's now the consistency of year in and year out of this team being in the dance and this team being in the upper echelon of teams that are ready to contend for a Stanley Cup. What I'm not grateful for is that this team is currently in salary cap hell. Uh, it's a little bit of, of a difficult place to be in right now, uh, be, seeing that there is about just over $6.4 million in dead cap for the Florida Panthers. And of, uh, with a flat cap right now, it's making the bad contracts look worse on not only this team, but all around the NHL. I'm not thankful for the state of sports post-COVID-19, uh, where the NHL was is having a hard time, not ge necessarily generating revenue because they just got uh, they just uh, had their one of their biggest seasons of generating revenue. But as far as the play the players paying escrow, even though I think it's a little bit of uh, BS that the that the players have to pay the escrow in order for the salary cap to to be uh, to get to a place where they want it to be. I'm not thankful for post COVID-19 effects on the NHL where a lot of fans like ourselves were away from the game for a long time and missing that sense of being back at a hockey arena or any really any sports in general. But now we have a sense of community being together and cheering on the team that we that we call our our favorite hockey team what i'm not grateful for 
is the lack of draft assets for the Florida Panthers, even though going after Claude Drew was the right decision for uh, the Panthers. But the Ben Schrott trade uh, long term does not look uh, promising uh, for the Panthers. Uh, it's uh, it's not a protected pick. And there's still no guarantee that the Florida Panthers make the playoffs this year, even though I just finished speaking about uh, I'm thankful for them uh, making the playoffs for three straight years. Uh, it's an unprotected pick, so it doesn't look like a, a really, uh, really good trade uh, when you're looking back at last year. I'm also grateful for uh, being able to host this show and discussing consistently discussing the state of the Florida Panthers and as well as meeting a lot of cool people on the internet and then being able to meet them in, in person after after going to games whether it's it's really at the beginning of this hosting the show whether it's going as a fan or even being in the press box meeting so many cool people like David Dork, Aaron Brown, Alex Baumgartner, Caitlin Daly and all that so i'm very thankful for that and also very thankful to when i have gone to games and doing uh intermission meetups with fans and and usually i do it outside of section 101 whenever i do go and just uh being around the video board and just having fans uh and discussing just meeting and taking some pictures with uh some of you guys uh that is definitely uh what i'm thankful for as well so definitely a lot to be thankful for and once again with me being thankful for that i want to give back to you uh and also with with that you're giving back to me as well it's i'm i'm nothing to hide there you're i'm giving to you and you're giving to me we could all use a little bit more giving in life and we could definitely uh give more uh to each other uh for for sure uh when when it comes to uh this season but of course uh, we we all during the season we all gotta give within our means abs absolutely but of course uh, gives me an opportunity to to just uh, have a little bit of community and of course this January will come up on exactly two calendar years of hosting the show so a lot of growth emotionally has come from doing this show and that and I want to thank you guys uh for for sure uh as far as as far as uh giving me this platform to discuss uh things whether they were the ugly side of hockey like we've spoken about the kyle beach situation and mitchell miller uh didn't know that when i first took over the show that i was going to be discussing topics like that but it also gives me a voice to discuss things that are that of changes that need to be necessary in this sport. So I'm thankful to be discussing those things. Not thankful that those things happened, but thankful that we get to have a conversation, which I think this is a safe space to discuss uh, whether you disagree with my stance or not. Even and and I'm and I'm thankful for even you guys disagreeing with me as well as well whether you agree with it or not. <laughs> But in, the, in segment number two, we are going to be discussing the latest on Patrick Hornquist. Uh, there are some reports from national reporters based on his status and future on the Florida Panthers. But first, we're going to tell you all about BetOnline. And BetOnline.net is your number one source for all sports betting info, stats, 
news, and analysis. Get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to getting your betting fix. Head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Second segment here on this Friday, November 25th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And just me today, uh, based on all the Thanksgiving festivities yesterday, stuffing our faces with food, uh, Nick Fairbanks was unable to uh, make today, today's show due to, and and of course, I was not going to wake up early, super early uh, today, today, based on all the family festivities and of course, we both have jobs. I work later today. I actually work in in quite a few hours, which uh, I will be unfortunately missing today's uh, USA versus uh, England game. And I'll, I'll also be uh, missing tonight's uh, Florida State versus Florida game. So I, I know this is a South Florida-based podcast, but your your host is a, a Florida State fan. So I won't be able to hopefully get some bragging rights over Aaron Brown of the Hockey News. But we'll be texting uh, in between uh, then. But but we do have jobs and uh, Black Friday is a busy, busy day for a lot of people who are uh, working. So uh, be- be- best of luck to you, Nick, on uh, on Black Friday on a day like today. And uh, hopefully uh, I'll see you uh, definitely uh, next week on uh, next week's show of Locked On Panthers. But let's discuss uh, the latest on the Duclair injury, Patrick Hornquist uh, and all, and even even people who are not those two. But yesterday, Frank Cervelli went on a Sportsnet radio station. I believe it was Sportsnet 960 and spoke about how the when it comes to activating Anthony Duclair and facilitating a trade to bring him back, we spoke about how the obvious one should be uh, Patrick Hornquist, but Frank Zervelli spoke that Horn Hornquist, whenever when he was first traded to the Florida Panthers, he did not want to be traded for the to the Panthers, and that was one of the teams on his uh, no trade clause, his 16 team no trade clause, and was changed his mind and had a conversation with Bill Zito saying, "It's okay to trade me here as long as you don't trade me again." once my um until my contract is up and that was the the conversation then i saw that via a tweet didn't really see the audio clip but 32 thoughts elliot friedman uh posted a show uh t- this morning saying the same thing so multiple reporters are saying the same thing via the state of patrick hornquist and his status on the team so as far as our expectations, as far as the Panthers moving Patrick Hornquist, it's doubtful. I mean, we said it in the offseason about how we believe it should happen, but they didn't make a move then. And if they weren't going to make a move then, it doesn't look like they're going to make a move now. And we spoke Wednesday with Jacob Winans uh, about the Sam, Sam Bennett, Sam Reinhart. We we spoke about the streaks that they were on 
when uh, prior to Wednesday's game against Boston, which Sam Reinhart, he didn't get a star of the game, but man, Sam Reinhart has just been, was just absolutely incredible uh, in, in that one and should have, I think he should have had a star of the game. Um, but with, I unfortunately believe that the player who is likely to get traded with a big enough cap hit versus term, I think it's going to be Sam Bennett, unfortunately. I don't want it to be Sam Bennett, but about when it comes to the feeling in that room about other players who are who can play also wing and center, you talk about Colin White, we talk about Sam Reinhart, and like we we also did the math as well that giving the Panthers at least like 1.6 million in cat space gives you an opportunity to at least bring in two players at max for the Panthers. So at least you can get two scratches at least be when you, when you dress 20 and dressing 20 is a really hard place for the Florida Panthers to be in. And it's going to be a place that they're likely going to be in the rest of the season. If you trade Duclair, that does nothing. You, you, make your you put yourself in the same exact spot prior to trading Duclair. So trading Anthony Duclair, it, it, it's like it, it doesn't make any sense uh for for Bill Zito. He he knows that. Uh and it doesn't make sense for 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 the Panthers for another team as well as they haven't seen him even skate. I mean at practice uh he was near uh the Panthers bench, no skates on, even though he has done individual skating whenever the cameras aren't around. And he was working on his stretch passes from the Panthers bench, just reaching his stick over and, and, and just uh, con- trying to connect on passes from, from the Panthers bench. So pretty cool for Anthony Duclair uh, to, for, to, for us to see uh, from Anthony Duclair, the, the little clips that we saw from the people who are uh, there in, in person uh, for covering uh, the Panthers. But also, if they decide to move Sam Bennett, I think that this says one thing, and it's a very and I think it says Anton Lindell, you sir are ready to become the two C of this team. That's basically the message. We've seen a little bit of how Anton Lindell was upgraded to that 2C when Sam Bennett had a little bit of a struggle early on in the season. And of course they flip flop back to what their normal lines are, but giving Anton Lundell a little bit of that top of top line of, of top six minutes. And let, let's also consider that he's had more power play time as well. Of course, with Aaron Eckblad uh, be, being hurt. And when Matthew Kachuk was suspended as well, we saw a little bit of that. So that I don't think that was not only a call from Paul Maurice behind the bench. I think that was a little bit of a call from Bill Zito up top saying, "Hey, let's let's give him a few minutes here, uh, just to see, because if we have to facilitate a Sam Bennett trade, that we can we know that this guy is capable of of playing in the top six, and the Florida Panthers." They already got what they needed out of that trade based on if you're talking about just solely based on what they gave up, two second round picks, 
uh, a second a second round pick sent to Calgary, which was eventually sent to Seattle, and then Emil Hyman, which was uh, sent to the Montreal Canadiens in the Tyler Toffoli trade. The Panthers got more than what they gave up based on the production of Sam Bennett. And Sam Bennett has uh, three, two more years of term after this year. So you're clearing up some cap as well with the team. I mean, that's something we already spoke about on Wednesday, but just to, to reiterate, and and the Panthers can still be in a great position. And that's $16 million right now for, for next season. And that's with the not knowing the exact number of the cap rising because cap friendly has the projection being 83.5 and we could see as much as like a four of the 5 million increase for the Panthers. And Oh, that this team can get, can definitely get to work. And there's a saying in sports as much as I want Sam Bennett to stay. And I rather it be Patrick Hornquist being traded. There's a saying in sports, great GMs, Trade trade slash get rid of a player a year too early versus a year too late. So this is likely a situation where Bill Zito says, hmm, how if I'm projecting Sam Bennett and his performance based on now versus how it's going to look like towards the end of the contract, is it best to get rid of him now? Or later. And and going back to Patrick Hornquist, Bill Zito's mind can change. It can. But if there is an agreement between him and Hornquist, honoring a guy who's a fierce leader on this team and a big presence in the locker room, and... I can even feel it when I whenever I go into the locker room uh, and just hearing all, the, all and of course the the mic, um, him being mic'd up as well and how animated he is in the bench. That's a, that's something that's very important to this team. But I can only Im- imagine behind closed doors when when the cameras are off and we're not around the team. So I can only imagine how va- the value. Patrick Hornquist uh, brings to the table and how much he means to this team. But with with again, if you trade him, you have to trade him over 50% salary retained because they won't be cap, cap compliant when Anthony Duclair comes back. So other teams can manipulate the Panthers saying, hey, you want us to take full salary? Give us more picks. And it might be a uh, two or three picks in upcoming years that maybe are like a four, a seven, or a six, something like that. Sam Bennett, because he's younger and still has some type of value for a hockey team, I don't think it's crazy to say that you can at least get a two back for him. And with a lack of draft capital for the Florida Panthers, it could be something that's needed, even though with the Florida Panthers being in contention mode, any of the players draft you draft, they're not going to see the ice at the NHL level for a few years. So that's the difficult part to navigate about that as well. So what do you do if you're a Zito? Do you stay with your word on Patrick Hornquist? 
Or do you say bye-bye to somebody who, who you got great value from in the 2021 trade deadline and think of it like trading away a year too early versus a year too late? Something to think about and something, of course, Bill Zito is definitely, definitely thinking about every day. In segment number three, we are going to preview Saturday's matchup between the Florida Panthers and the St. Louis Blues as the St. Louis Blues will be on a second end of a back-to-back on Saturday night. We're going to discuss that more on the next segment here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Third and final segment on this Friday, November 25th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers, they, like we spoke, teased a lot, in the last segment, the Florida Panthers will be welcoming in the St. Louis Blues to Sunrise, Florida for a 6.30 puck drop. Uh, Bally Sports, Florida, if you're li- if you're in the region, ESPN Plus, if you are living outside the region. So let's talk about the St. Louis Blues. And we've spoken about how they've been on, they were on a seven-game winning streak prior to losing on Wednesday against Buffalo Sabres. But let's go a little bit about how they performed since November 10th, the St. Louis Blues have the most points in the NHL, getting 14 out of a possible 16 points. They are third in goals for at 3.88. 11th in goals against. The, the, the issue with the, with the St. Louis Blues has been the, blue, um, the defense for, for them uh, because they're 11th in goals against at 2.75. 12th in power play percentage. But you know who's actually number one? in power play percentage since November 10th at the start of their, of the blues winning streak, the Florida Panthers, they are the number one team since November 10th in power play percentage. So you can see that this part of the Florida Panthers game is uh, starting to improve, but this, this leads to where the, the St. Louis blues are as far as penalty killing. They still give up a lot of goals on the power play. So that is the key to Saturday's matchup versus the St. Louis Blues. They're 30th in PK percentage. And we've seen how hot this power play has been for the Florida Panthers. So you have to have to cash in on the power play if you want a chance to win. And we saw three power play goals against the Boston Bruins on on Wednesday. So if 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 they can carry that momentum into Saturday, what what a what a way for the Florida Panthers to and a a home what well, not necessarily a big home stand two game home stand with that road game prior to uh with against Columbus on Sunday but seven of your last eight at home and you end with a with some good vibes right before going on the western canadian trip which the panthers will be out for a week and a half in western canada slash uh, seattle but the scoring leaders for the st louis blues during that stretch uh Pavel Bushnevich, uh, 11 points, four goals, and and seven assists. Uh, one of my one of the major memories that I have of Pavel Buchnevich is not a good one uh, when he was with the New York Rangers and that in the COVID shortened season, the 56 game season, where the where there were where him where him Tom Wilson and Artemi Panarin. Uh, there was a big fight right behind the net near Igor Shosturkin's net and. Uh, Tom Wilson injures uh, Pavel Bushnevich and Artemi Panarin, and and 
Tom Wilson does not get suspended, which Tom Wilson has, still hasn't played this season for the Washington Capitals uh, as he tore his ACL in that first round matchup between Washington and Florida. But Pavel Buchnevich leading him with uh, 11 points. And two guys who got extended this offseason for the St. Louis Blues as well. Jordan Cairo uh, with uh, with 10 points, three goals, seven assists. And Robert Thomas with 10 points, uh, two points, eight assists for, for Robert Thomas. And guess who's tied with the St. Louis Blues in most goals in that in since November 10th. Nolachari averaging almost a point a game during that stretch. Four goals, three assists, seven points uh in, in the last eight for the for the St. Louis Blues. And Jordan Bennington, we had a lot to say about Jordan Bennington and his attitude about him recently going after Elias Sorokin. Uh, during during a Blues Islanders game and just the everything during the playoff series against uh, Nazem Kadri crashing the net and injuring uh, Jordan Bennington and then just during an interview him throwing a water bottle towards uh, his direction and then the lame excuse of Jordan Bennington uh, we don't like his tactics but hey as far as save percentage since November 10th Jordan Bennington is leading the NHL since since that time. And of course, second is Linus Allmark, who uh, Linus Allmark, even though the Florida Panthers didn't face him on Wednesday, he is by far right now the favorite to win the Vezina Trophy right now in the NHL. And speaking of that, Jordan Bennington was the first goalie off the ice for the Blues at Amal Arena tonight for in, during morning skate prior to their game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And that tells me that on a second end of a back-to-back, we are likely to see Panther killer Thomas Grice be between the pipes. Uh, and with, uh, but here's the thing, their numbers as far as save percentage are nearly identical uh, for, for, for both of them. Uh, Jordan Bennington's record is 9-6-0, oh, 2.98 uh, um, goals against average for the season, 9.05 save percentage. Uh, Thomas Grice uh, has the same about the same save percentage, 906, but the goals against average is almost a goal more uh, versus uh, Jordan Bennington with a 1-3-0 record. But that that tells me that when Thomas Grice is between the pipes, because their save percentage is about the same, that the shot volume for for the Blues with Thomas Grice between the pipes is higher, the, a more vo- volume of shots. So they're not protecting. Thomas Grice as, as much. And uh, if you've been following the Panthers uh, for, for at least uh, for at least uh, half a decade or more, you, you've seen a whole bunch of uh, Thomas Grice, 36 year old Thomas Grice. Cra- crazy to think that, um, that he he's been, he's been around uh, that long as well. I mean, a lot of the memories that we've had uh, are not so great as, as far as that 2016 playoff series against him John Tavares and uh, Kyle Pozo and the and the New York Islanders, which was that that was the series where the New York Islanders broke their playoff drought at the time. Their their first one, I believe, since the eighties. I, I believe uh, I I'd have to double check on 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 the drought for for the New York Islanders, but it was a long time at that time that the New York Islanders uh, broke uh, their their drought of a of a playoff series win. Uh, but expect Thomas Grice between the pipes for the. St. Louis Blues, and apparently uh, for the Panthers, uh, let's go to the Panthers a little bit and how they looked during uh, 
during their morning skate. Sasha Barkoff was uh, missing from the Florida Panthers uh, practice on Friday at FLA Live Arena, but it's uh, it's a non-COVID illness. And, and uh, Paul Murray said that he should be uh, ready to go uh, tomorrow against the St. Louis Blues. And for as far as first goalie off the ice, off the ice, uh, there was no official confirmation on who's going to be starting the game against the St. Louis Blues. But and but it says that. But Kobe Guy of Florida Hockey Now tweeted saying that Spencer was the first goalie off the ice for the Florida Panthers uh, during their practice today. But no official confirmation. He was just the first goalie off the ice for the Cats. So I'm going to expect uh, Spencer Knight to be the starter as as we spoke about on Wednesday about who should be the starter going forward right now. Performance and riding the hot hand, it has to be Spencer Knight for, for this team. So expect that. And it's going to be another reverse retro night for the Florida Panthers. So just a thing of beauty for, for the Panthers. Mwah. It's these, these, uh, these sweaters look so great. We've seen the, we've seen the pictures, but now they even look better on the ice. So uh, definitely another uh, fun matchup for the Florida Panthers uh, and another uh, fun game where we get to see these awesome, awesome sweaters. But thank you so much for tuning in to this Friday, Black Friday edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. We're 20 minutes away from kickoff uh, versus the for USA versus England. So definitely it's going to be a fun matchup. And once again, make sure to enter the contest for two to win two tickets for Florida Panthers versus New Jersey Devils on Wednesday, December 21st, a nationally televised game uh, for, for the Panthers. Screenshot your subscription to the Locked On Florida Panthers YouTube page and your five-star review on whichever podcast app you listen to and send it via Twitter DM to myself at Mondoman12 or LO underscore FLA Panthers. And if you're not on Twitter, send it over to LockedOnFLAPanthers at gmail.com. Thank you so much for, for entering. And in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to all the shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, and the newest show on the Locked On NHL Network, Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you for making Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, Make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Sports Today. Locked On Sports Today gives you a 20-minute or less podcast on the entirety of the sports team with exclusive interviews and the take of the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day.